Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. It's the million dollar question. Should you give up bread when you want to lose body fat? I need to stop eating bread is something I hear a lot from fat loss clients when they first start with me. It's normally because they've heard that carbohydrates or gluten are the cause of unwanted weight gain, or they've felt bloated after eating bread in the past, or they may have been told this by somebody else as well. First things first, no one food or food group can be responsible for weight gain, only an energy surplus is. So if you enjoy bread, there's a few things to consider before you try to stop eating it completely. Number one, are you overeating in general? Keeping a food log for a few days is a great place to start to create self-awareness of your eating habits. How are your portion sizes? Do you do a fair amount of snacking compared to your activity levels? These are just a few things that I would ask my clients to look out for, as well as listening into when you're genuinely hungry and or when you just want some food (laughs) because you enjoy it. We all do it. Uh, Number two, do you enjoy eating bread so much that you have a tendency to overeat it? I'm going to put my hand up there when it's fresh bread. Not many people are in fact gluten intolerant, so it's likely that your bloated feeling is down to excess food bulk in your digestive tract and a little extra fluid content that's come along with that. So I really love a quote from Martin McDonald on his podcast where he said, you're not um, gluten intolerant, you're intolerant to eating entire loaves of bread. And that one really, really got me. (laughs) Number three is looking at your lean protein intake. So uh, including a lean source of protein at each main meal, such as meat, eggs, fish, yogurt or chicken, for example, not only has so many health benefits, but in terms of dieting, it can assist to manage your appetite. It wasn't until I addressed my own protein intake that I stopped overeating other foods like carbohydrates. Um, Particularly when I, I looked at including some protein with my breakfast, I found that I was able to um, feel fuller for longer and um, get on with my day without being preoccupied with wanting something else to eat. But that's my personal experience. Um, Generally, though, I do see a lot of people under eating protein, particularly active people. Now, carbohydrates are not bad. Again, I'll just reiterate that. And they have many benefits. It's just that we tend to overconsume particular types of carbohydrates, particularly when they're combined with sugar and like, you know, a nice sweet carbohydrate or um, fats as well, or and or fats both together. 
So number four, will restricting bread in the short term get you some results? Possibly all other things being equal, such as how much you move, um, the rest of the foods that you're eating um, if you're in a calorie deficit. But it's likely you're going to return to eating bread anyway. So if you enjoy it, why not learn to include it in your fat loss diet? Cutting foods out of your diet that you enjoy will more than likely lead you to stray from your eating plan and stall your progress anyway. And it's that whole idea of um, restricting yourself and the psychological stress that comes with that and then the tendency to sort of say, fuck it, I'm going to eat all this bread now because I haven't had it for a couple of weeks and I've really been wanting it. So that that's something to consider for yourself. And dietary adherence in relation to bread intake has been studied. So there were two groups of women that were put on a low calorie diet with the same calorie and macronutrient splits or same same calorie targets and macronutrient splits, except one group was allowed bread and the other wasn't. Both groups lost weight, centimetres and body fat, and that is because they were on a low-calorie diet. This is coming back to the idea that it doesn't matter what the food is made up of as such, although there are scenarios where playing around with uh, macro splits and, and food selection definitely does help, and I talk to my online clients about this um, as part of my uh, online nutrition course. But if we're just going to come at this from a very simple perspective, um, they've lost weight because they're in a calorie deficit. That's the single, an energy deficit, calorie, energy, whatever you want to call it. They've lost weight because they've restricted energy intake and that's the first port of call. But the bread group stuck to their diet better than no bread and the no bread group had more dropouts. So that's just really reinforcing that idea that it's if you make it too difficult to stick to your fat loss diet, you're unlikely to achieve it. And the best diet for fat loss is the one that you can stick to. So if you're finding that you're really struggling to stick to your plan, it may be that that plan's just not for you. Um, and that's why I take, I don't take a one size fits all approach to my, um, clients. So in short, if you want to stick to your fat loss diet for longer, which you do, because that's the one that's going to get you better results, considering I've mentioned in a previous episode that you don't really start losing a large proportion of body fat until you've been in a calorie deficit for two to four weeks consistently. Um, Given that, you need to find the diet that you can stick to for longer than two weeks for your fat loss. So that's an important consideration because you can drop weight that is not body fat in the short term, such as fluid and gut contents. And you may find that when you stop eating particular foods. And some people feel like that's that's a result and then they return to a normal way of eating and regain 
weight, sometimes more body fat than they had lost, unfortunately. So we're looking at sustainable stuff here. So if taking bread out of your diet isn't sustainable for you, don't do it. Do consider though um, structuring your eating in a way that you hopefully will have less chance of overeating it and putting yourself back into an energy surplus. If you would like some help with this, I am available. Message me at coach at fitaf.com.au. I'd love to help you out. Talk to you soon.